Welcome to the first edition of Plant Harvest Prosper. I am your show host, Kellen Williams, Wealth Advisor and Certified Financial Planner for Financial Harvest Wealth Advisors. If you're listening to this, you're probably familiar with our firm. If not, welcome. So happy to have you. You can find out more about us at financialharvest.com. The purpose of Plant Harvest Prosper is to impart wisdom for our listeners. In a time that's filled with so many negative narratives, we hear and see it all the time, and to provide completely independent and objective advice on your finances. And we're going to do this with a three-pronged approach to make it very applicable. First is to plant to what seeds you need to be sowing now to set you up for success. Second is harvest. So how do you cultivate and take those seeds to the next level? And then third is prosper. So how do you sustain it for the long run? And we say all the time around here, Money is not everything, but it is a tool that's required to give you the freedoms for what's a good life to you. So what is that? Think about that. And we're going to do this with a myriad of topics, such as what's going on in the current state of the markets. Are we at an all-time high? What about inflation? Of course. What about Bitcoin, cryptocurrency? Uh, what about raising financially responsible children? And many, many more. But today is the first episode we have the wonderful pleasure of the founders of our firm, David and Katie Witter. They've had such a big impact on my life, my family's life, and so many others daily. So it's a true treat. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Thanks for having us today. Yeah, super excited, Kellen. That's quite an allotment there of topics. I'm uh, eager to listen in each week. Or yes, each yes. Whenever you're doing them. Exactly, <laughs> likewise. Yes, depending on capacity. There's a lot of value to be shared. Yes. That's right. So can you each share with us briefly with our listeners how and why you selected the field of wealth management for your career? No, great question, Kellen. Um, If somebody looks at my resume, they probably quickly notice that I have my bachelor's in electrical engineering from University of Virginia. And then I went on to University of Florida and got my master's in computer engineering. And then they're like, well, what happened, right? Why are you doing the finance now? But um, when I was at uh, University of Virginia, it was between my sophomore and junior year, and uh, my parents divorced. And um, many of you listening here today, if you've been through that experience, it doesn't matter how old you are when that happens. It, uh, mm. it kind of flips your world upside down, and uh, you don't, you know, you just, it's, it's disorienting at a at a minimum. And um, I remember shortly after hearing that news, I was on the phone with my mom, and she said, uh, "She's like, David, I'm really worried about money because um, uh, I've got about ten years left as a teacher." Um, she said, but I don't really know how to retire. I, I know how to save, but I don't know how to be able to retire. And uh, I started taking my elective courses at the engineering school over in the business school and the economic school, really to learn about personal finance uh, to help my own, my own mom and help my family. And mm-hmm. um, you know, at the time, I had wasn't even in my dreams, right, to get into finance and helping helping others with that. But um, Little did I know, uh, shortly after graduating, I I started self-studying for the CFP. That sounds kind of crazy, but um, just found a real passion for it. And um, yeah, just really to help my mom, help my family. And now it's just a passion to help families be uh, successful with money and um, to be able to focus on what matters to the most, Mm -hmm. as opposed to being worried about making, uh, you know, unwise financial decisions. And a uh, little that I know just really just um, blossomed into what we have today with a great team, you being a part of that in uh, Financial Harvest. 
Love it. Yeah. Great story. So how did you get into the business? Well, I went to University of Florida for my undergraduate study work. I studied finance and marketing, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I liked people. I knew I liked finance. I knew I liked um, earning money, but I really didn't have a clue what I wanted to do with my life. And when I graduated from the University of Florida, my father had a little bit of money left over that he had saved, whether it was to be used for a down payment on a home or my first home or to use for business school or law school or whatever I decided to do. And it wasn't much, but it was enough to potentially put to work. So he had been working with a stockbroker at Dean Witter and he set me up with uh, Mr. Rafir, an appointment with him. And he said, I want you to go speak with Mr. Rafir so he can teach you the power of compounding about investing, the need for taking care of yourself and making those wise decisions. Well, as a 21 year old, I didn't really understand the impact that was because I didn't really learn that in college. I learned about um, you know, financial philosophy, but I didn't really learn how to apply it for my own needs and for my own, for my own life. So sitting down, Mr. Rafir, it just it was such a pivotal moment because that's when I started to develop a passion of something that really interests me. And mm -hmm. I knew that that if I could take care of me and and be independent, then I wouldn't be a burden to anybody. And and I think honestly, I wanted to make my parents proud. You know, I mm -hmm. I, I just um, you know, I've always been extremely competitive, but I also wanted to show my parents that I could be somebody. So fast forward two weeks, my first job at Trammell Crow Company. I was, it's a commercial real estate firm. I worked in the marketing department and one of the uh, roles I was asked to look at different research periodicals, of, of really to find real estate trends throughout the country. And one was the Wall Street Journal. Going back to what Mr. Rafir taught me, it was looking at stocks, prices and mutual funds. And he really taught me how to read, how it changes from a day to day or month to month or uh, year to year. And so I took it home every night. And then I just studied and I became fascinated with how the stock market or how the markets work, not just the stock markets, but how the markets work around the world. And it was it was in those months that that passed that I really thought this is what I want to do with my life and how to apply it. Um, and another thing my father always told me was whatever you do, stay committed. Uh, so with my first job, he said, stay committed till you know what you want to do. So I stayed there for a year. And then for the following couple of years, I worked for a marketing company that allowed me space to study for my GMAT to go back to a higher education to learn about finance and investments and portfolio management. So three years after graduating, I went back to Crummer at Rollins College to, to earn a degree in, in something that could really apply to my, my passion. So that's how I got into this industry. <laughs> well, I just oh, marvel, exactly. like, you know, she mentioned uh, Rollins, like the NBA and the Crummer. And I just marvel at like, how God like, puts different pieces together. And we just have such a strong partnership with, uh, with Rollins and our teaching mm -hmm. there. And, uh, and I love how the stockbroker was a Dean Witter. And, you know, Katie didn't know David Witter at that point in time. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Goodness. <laughs> Coincidental or not? I, I don't know. know. I know. So, no, we we'll yeah. continue to have fun mm -hmm. with it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's exceptional. Thank you both so much. I think both of you in your story, it's so applicable to so many other people and you don't even realize that. David, your background with divorce, that speaks directly to me in my history and how purposeful that is to be intentional about learning for your family. And then Katie, you having to be intentional 
about growing your financial aptitude, getting your MBA. It's not in normal course curriculum. So we have to be very intentional about seeking that knowledge. So thank you both very much. Next question would be, how'd you guys meet? <laughs> I'll take that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, I mean, Katie Miller was legendary. Like everybody knew <laughs> <that she was. laughs> uh, But I've always, gosh, uh, you know, I moved here in 2000 and one of the first things I did was join the Winter Park YMCA because I grew up a uh, lifelong Y member. The, the first year round swim team that I was on was a YMCA team up in mm. Fredericksburg, Virginia. So I uh, would frequent the Winter Park Y and um, heard of Katie, uh, mm. but had never, you know, formally met her or talked with her. Well, one morning, it's around seven, seven in the morning, she's out on the gym floor, the basketball court, shooting baskets. She had this white Nike visor kind of pulled down low, you know. Yeah. Um, so I decided to be decided to be a little bit of a smart aleck, and I went out and said, "Hey, you want to play horse?" She's like, "Sure." Totally destroys me. I mean, I had five letters like that, and I didn't even get one letter on her. It uh, mm. I mean, just totally put me by spot. So uh, they, you know, that was love at first sight, right? You know, being com competitive and uh, yeah. who's boss with uh, with the shooting. Well, I so. lost the shot now, but I got the guy. So that's all that really nice. matters, right? <laughs> so, but no, I think uh, you know we quickly discovered um, we were aligned. Uh, you know, first of it, like we were both in wealth management, but uh, we aligned on faith. And um, you know, a few years down the road, we started going to church together. And uh, just had a great uh, mutual respect for each other, mm -hmm. um, strong friendships and core common values. And uh, and then that just led to dating. And mm -hmm. then uh, shortly after we started dating in early 2009, uh, got engaged mm -hmm. and um, and then got married in 2010. Mm -hmm. uh, and the journey continues. That's right. So. Well, that's good too. I, and I think you know, we started, as David alluded to, we started running together and going to church together. And we really built a friendship. And, and I think that that's really what has made our relationship so strong now and both being in the industry at that time and of course now together, but really learning about how we operated, how we worked with clients, how we worked with others. And, and I think that was something where it built, um, not only do you have a great respect for each other, yes, you like each other, but you love each other. And it was, it was really those jogs that, that we, were, we fell in love. And, and that's something that you, you put that into a business relationship where, you know, in, in 2009, that's that moment when we did get engaged and that pivotal moment when you start sketching your life dreams together and what you want to do. And part of, of our dream was was to build a wealth management firm together, really from the ground up. And, and that's something that, you know, again, that, that friendship and, and admiration, again, that pro professional friendship, too, that, that obviously... Um, dripped over to a much more meaningful uh, marriage relationship. Yeah. Not exceptional. And that's a great segue to my next question. So a big concern that a lot of married couples have is, well, hey, I want to make sure that I have my career separate from my spouses. Because if we're working together every single day, we may be butting heads and it may seep into the family and residual parts of our life. And I've heard that from friends, from family, just, hey, whatever you do, make sure you're not working with your wife. But you guys have been a model about a husband-wife dynamic and advisory team and as business owners. So tell us a little bit more, Katie, you already touched on a little bit, about your decision to form a husband-wife team. And then how do you work through that on the business side and personally 
uh, that dynamic as a whole. Yeah, I'll I'll start with that. Uh, I think it's several things, but um, foremost is our is our faith in a in a holy mm-hmm. God and in uh, one of the purposes, the senior most purpose for marriage is, is our belief that um, God utilizes that to represent the the relationship between Christ and uh, the body of believers. And um, uh, with that, it's it's never perfect, right? We, mm-hmm. we always uh, have stumbling blocks along the way and times when we don't necessarily align on our thinking at first anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, But just always holding on to the purpose of our marriage uh, is to honor and glorify our Father. Um, and then second thing is with, with the business, like if you're holding that purpose in your marriage, then when you move to a business and trying to make it a, a, um, a God-honoring business, mm-hmm. Uh, that it, it it aligns the the way to filter uh, certain decisions. That's good. Um, so that's I think's been super helpful as well. And then last but not least is uh, at times when you know if we're on a walk or at the dinner table and something comes up about business, um, I sometimes have to catch myself and I'll say, is this a business conversation or is this a husband and wife conversation? Mm. And um, and I'm not again not perfect at it, not great at it. But um, my responses to certain things would be different as a husband, mm-hmm. um, holding sure. Katie's, you know, her in high regard, right? Mm-hmm. And versus if I'm purely speaking to like a partner in business, and Katie's fantastic about being able to separate that. It's not often mm-hmm. that we have to do that, but yeah. she's really good at like saying, "Okay, yeah, let's let's talk business for a moment," and uh, and that's mm-hmm. just been really mm-hmm. really key. And, uh, and, and the team, uh, you being a part of the team, it's just um, the alignment of values uh, and the vision and direction that we're moving as a firm. It makes, makes our job much easier when we got great people. You know, there's a cliche that you shouldn't mix business and pleasure, but we totally disagree. <laughs> but, but, but I think exactly what David said is, is I think I think when when we were dating and we got engaged before, as I alluded to earlier, kind of sketching out your your dreams and your plans and to join forces as a husband and wife, as as a husband and wife team, we had to understand our differences. And I think our differences complement each other where I might be uh, more comfortable at doing a certain particular role and David is much more skilled at this area. So you, you we're very different in, in a lot of the way that we work, but but what is the same is our our values are one hundred percent aligned and where we want to go and get to is completely aligned. And and the the respect that David talks about is is something that um, I, I share with with many is I've never seen or witnessed anybody in this business do this business the way David Witter does. And he does it for the right reasons and you know, with complete heart because he does it for for really to in the best interest of of others and whether it's our clients or our teammates it's just it's a as a wife um it's a beautiful thing to watch but as a business partner it's something that i just admire so much about him as a as a human being it's uh, second to none so i'm just i'm thankful you know joining forces is it's been a very um an easy transition, I, I think, and you know, we we very rarely argue. But I also think when you have two differing opinions, we might say, "You're right. Let me think about that." Or, "No, I think we do it this way." I think we're very open to having the conversations when there are differences, because again, they do happen. But but I I love being able to 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 live my life together with David, whether it's in the office or out, and. The conversations we have, as you can imagine, we, we always have something to talk about, whether it's with our kids or our business, right? 
So it's it's been um, it's been wonderful. It really has. And I think also too, um, it's easy to focus on the potential challenges of it, and it, then you step over the tremendous benefits. And yeah. in, in yeah. one of those is I no matter what day kind of day I had, mm-hmm. when I come home, if I don't know, we have a client that is now a widow or uh, a challenge with a conversation with a particular client or a big win, right? We yeah, like all that she's there to celebrate the wins and also to go through the challenges. Mm-hmm. And she understands them because she has been in this same line of business for you know, almost two decades. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is a huge, huge benefit. And then also uh, what I've noticed for myself is uh, bringing Katie in on all major decisions whether that's uh, hiring, direction of the firm, uh, speaking with our teammates, because in our, in our team, everyone's married and uh, a lot of them have children, right? And Katie as a mom and a working professional and wife, she can bring a different perspective and have different conversations uh, with the women on our firm that maybe uh-huh. that I can't have, right? Uh, or not at least in the same mood or what have you. So um, it's, a, it's an, yeah. an incredible advantage to have her as a, as a partner in, in where, where we're headed and what we're doing here with, with Financial Harvest. Fantastic. You guys are a living testimony. It can be done and done well. So congrats to you guys. The last question I have for you both, you kind of already touched on this, glorify God, but anything else you hold or want to add to as far as your professional mission? I'll share. I think when I entered into this business, I think my mission is very different. As I shared before, it was more about I wanted to take care of myself. I wanted to learn how I can invest in in more of a, a business mission in the sense of it was about me, me and, and clients, but it was more yeah. about me. I was single and and my decisions, it really only impacted me. And so is, you know, going, um, you know, fast forward 11 years later now, it's my mission is as a wife and as a mother and understanding that the dynamics and uh, how you know situations are more complicated when you're dealing with families. And so as an advisor now, as a married woman with children, understanding the dynamics of how a family operates and the need for making those better decisions because you have you know clothes, you have household items, you have mortgages, you have cars, you have insurance, you have dental bills, you have you know education to plan for where I think we better understand. Um, or I better understand, we, we better understand what it's like um, as a married person uh, working with families because it, it's just, you're in it with them. And I think the relatability mm-hmm. factor is, is huge. So the pivotal moment, uh, the pivotal uh, mission is, it probably will change too as we get older and older and you know aging parents and raising young kids. So you know the relatability factor is, is, is really, um, high when you're when you're dealing with families and whether it is a a widow or a divorcee or you know a young married couple or single um you know the dynamic um of our our team too certainly is is really has a great impact on on our clients i think uh to add to that is um you know we we talk about this internally quite a bit kellen right but being co-creators with god and um, Mm -hmm. just bringing order out of chaos and um you know when i yeah, here I was an engineer by education and I got into doing the CFP studies in the personal finance. And um, I think where that the initial passion came from was purely just from like being able to design and build, right? And create things with my engineering skills. And um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, little did I know um, 
when I, I mean, we've had clients that I've worked with for 15 plus years now and just how close uh, we've become. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and with that, they, they go through challenges and heartbreaks, uh, losing loved ones in their life. And I never, ever imagined the responsibility mm-hmm. with that. And, um, you know, what do you do with that, right? Mm-hmm. You, just, you just lean in, you love on them, you hug them, you be with them during the tough times and also the celebrations. Mm-hmm. And there's been mm-hmm. tremendous fulfillment with that. Uh, and then with our team, I, I, I never, never imagined like how fulfilling mm-hmm. it is to see people around you grow, thrive, learn, uh, step in and start serving clients and um, doing it better than me, right? It's just <laughs> awesome to watch that. So um, those are some of the benefits and like uh, uh, privileges um, that I just never anticipated. And uh, it's just been amazing to see how God has used that and, and blessed us with that. I think lastly, I, I think we as parents want to be good role models to, to our Absolutely. children. And to others, if we can have a, a positive impact impact on on others, and again with its with clients making those good decisions, and I, I love that I can share with our children that that we're doing good work, and in the sense of we're doing good work for the right reasons, and, and yeah. we always share too. We feel like what we do is is our kingdom assignment, and if we can share not only the education you know, with the investing and making those decisions, again our children are young. But I also think that that it's also helping them see that that what we do matters. And when you have work that matters, it just has a, a you, you hope that you're sprinkling that into their minds and their hearts and their souls as they get older and then eventually education, college and, and also what they want to do is their career path. Hopefully come join the financial yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Myra. I love it. No, thank you both so much. Both such great stewards serving our clients, serving your team, serving your community with positive impact daily. And we can learn a lot. So we just thank you for all you do. And thank you to our listeners. Thank you for listening to the first edition of Plant Harvest Prosper. Tune in next time where we use that three-pronged approach to Plant Harvest Prosper to do a deep dive on, hey, what can we be doing post-pandemic with investing or during the pandemic? What did that look like? based upon a recent webinar we did. And also just a little bit of background about myself and my story at a glance. Can't wait, looking forward to it. Hope everyone has a wonderful week. Goodbye.